Hi, I'm Caitlin. Hi, I'm Rebecca. We're not from Memphis, but we love it. Welcome to Memphis Type History, the podcast. Erica, welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, Rebecca. Thanks. Good. Thanks for having me. I know. You know, last time we did this, it was for the book. Yeah. And we learned about the Lorraine Motel mm-hmm. because he used to work near there. Yes. Across the street, pretty much. Yeah, which has now changed. Yes. Yeah. It was American Apparel, and it's not there anymore. Now it's an escape room. It's an escape room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what are you doing now? I'm just making art. You're teaching art. I'm teaching art, yes, um, at a private school out east to pre-K and K. So that's wild. (laughs) Those kids are crazy, (laughs) but in a good way. Um, And then I teach drum lessons, too. And then I'm doing private art tutoring as well. All right. Yeah. Very nice. You have a website people can find you? I'm working on it. Okay. Yeah. How how can people contact you? You can find me on Instagram. Instagram. So at Tacos Treasures, Tacos with a K. T-A-K-O-S. Yes. Um, And just Erica S. Quali. Or you can stalk me on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I might not accept your friend request, though. I'm sorry. But I think you can still stalk. You can stalk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. We gather you are an artist, and that brings us to the topic of today. Yes. Which is zines. Am I pronouncing yes, that right? Yes, you are. Yes. Okay. And the reason why, <laughs> just so you know, this all happened because when we had that initial interview for that spot in the book... You gave me one of your personal zines. Yes. And that was maybe the second I had ever received of a zine. So my introduction of these was in Memphis. Okay. I thought they were cool, and I liked them, and I wondered where I could get them, and who's making them, why are people making them. Right. And so I think that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. I think we should just start with basically what is a zine, for those who don't know. Okay. What can you tell us? So a zine is basically a do-it-yourself publication um, that anyone can do. Usually it's like just eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper folded up and stapled. And you just put whatever content you want to put in there. Back in the day, it was like cut and paste. But now people kind of do, you know, Photoshop stuff. And I don't know. I'm kind of a purist, so I'm like... You should be Photocop- cutting and pasting. Yeah. This should be collage material. Any, but to any each photocopy their own. it, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So go to Kinko's or wherever. What I've seen is black and white. Does yeah. that make a difference? Mostly people do print in black and white just because it's cheaper, it's easier. I mean, I do color copies of my zine Punks and Their Cats, and I make like <laughs> seven cents profit. Oh, that's so, right, because it is the cost. Yeah. Of, it's okay, ridiculous. That makes sense. But um, if you can find a free place to print, do it. Do it now. Because <laughs> there's nothing against the color. It's just the right. cost. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And the 8.5 by 11, just because it's easily accessible. Yeah. And you can create your own. What What are your favorite materials to do? Is it like a collage or you like drawing? Yeah, I like collage. I like drawing. I like mixed media. Um, I am kind of old school and I have a typewriter. That's mm-hmm. like the best way for me to write. You're typing it. Yeah, yeah, is actually typing it out on typewriter. I mean, everyone's got their own style. And you make a series of them. So it's not like you just do one and... Yeah, I kind of have a series like um, for my facts, advice, and things to think about. So I'm 
working on my fourth one of those. And it's all just personal preference, like moods that you're feeling, messages you might, might want to get out. This is, like you said, it's a very individual, personal, customized book. Right, yeah. So, I mean, like, I've had poetry that I've wanted to publish, and I'm not going to wait for someone else to go, oh, these are amazing. You know, I'll get it out there myself. Okay. And do you sell them, or do you give them? How does this work? Kind of a combination. I mean, like, when things like Zine Fest roll around, that's a good place to sell them. Or, like, sometimes my small ones, the facts, advice, and things to think about, like, I'll keep that as, like a business card sometimes oh, and I'll just give fun. that to someone that I meet that I'm like hey yeah here's here's my little thing this has my name on it and like this is a good way to get to know me versus like a business card you know I love that yeah and do artists who make or create zines do they trade is this a thing that can be traded oh yeah for sure that's definitely on the table trading okay. <laughs> I mean a lot of us like don't have money that's why we're making cheap things that's why we're doing <laughs> yes. it ourselves yes. um, trades are not unheard of okay for sure within the zine community I apologize I don't have one to trade with you right now oh well see and I almost brought you a punks and their cats but I didn't so we don't have to worry um, about trading okay good <laughs> maybe next time because <laughs> this might happen again yeah <laughs> since this is a podcast about history and or Memphis or both Yes. Do you happen to know any of the history of Zine? Like, why did why did this even happen? I, I get the feeling from what you've been saying is that it is self-expression and being able to get your poetry or your work out there without having to wait for a publisher. But um, where where do you think that all even started? Zines, like, in the world or zines in Memphis? Anywhere. Um, yeah, okay, I guess so. if you know of anything in the world, because, I, like I said, there's a lot of people that still are kind of unaware of what the scene is so it's right. kind of interesting to hear so this is the part i was nervous about that's why i did some research oh, awesome. i found a really great article on mental floss about zines brief history of zines um and they're saying that the first zine is often traced back to the 1930s um in an effort by the science correspondence club in chicago um and so since then the the zines that we're more um I guess, aware of, like, that all happened in the 1970s, like, fanzines and mini-zines. Like, when you look up at old zines, that's what you're going to look into, or the 70s? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, like, where people like us are getting their zine references from, because that's, like, the punk community. That's back in the day, like, when people wanted to write about a show or get the word out it was actually written on paper and distributed versus like today it's like I'm gonna make a Facebook event oh. you know so like back then it was like yeah. they're they're interviewing their friends they're doodling weird doodles it was like really rooted in the the punk DIY scenes in like London New York LA so those are the kind of zines that you really we kind of think of, yeah. yeah. Or also, like, in the 1990s, there was a resurgence with, um, like, the Riot Girl movement. Oh, so, do you know about that? Yeah, I mean, okay. so, basically, it was, like, bands like Bikini Kill or Bratmobile or Slater Kinney really pushing the notion of, like, having your own voice and feminism and getting your voice out there. And so, like, a lot of them had their own zines and were just really all about, like, getting that out there. And for awareness. Yeah, awareness and empowerment. That was really cool. Yeah. And that was in the 70s? That was in the, the 90s. Oh, in the um, 90s. But yeah, I think mostly the zines that we're all kind of like 
familiar with as in the 70s, but it can be traced back as far as like the 1930s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Is that something that's debatable, maybe? I think so. I mean, but like what we're talking about is like the 70s when the the printer copier became available to the masses. And so that was like what made what made it super easy for anyone to just go and make like a hundred copies of whatever they were working on. And back then were they selling them or was it just to get yeah, words out? I mean, okay. I think so. Okay. Where can you find these? Like here in Memphis or in general, where would, where can people find these? Last I knew MCA was working on a zine library. Oh no. Um, but they're closing. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, hopefully other universities yeah. in the Memphis area will have their own zine libraries. I mean, more like and more colleges. Like if I were to go on campus somewhere? Or? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely okay. something that could happen. Could happen. Okay. Um, could I know for sure. Store and find yeah, some for sale? Yeah, definitely. I okay. don't know, like, how big some of the record stores here are into like local zines but there's definitely you know like mainstream zines like maximum rock and roll or razor cake um that would probably be available at you know record store um so there are some well-known zines yeah for sure like music zines i think that's really where a lot of it kind of comes from because there's so many consumers of music there's so many musicians there's so many people that love music um but then also Zine Fest is a really good yearly way to like really see what's out there in our community. And Zine Fest is here in Memphis. And go ahead and tell us more about that. So, so the first Zine Fest I think was about four years ago. This is going to be our fourth one. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. I'm going to start it last year. No, no, no. Oh, okay. So this will be our fourth one. Um, and when we first started it, it was kind of me just like nagging Mary Jo to like please (laughs) please let this happen like please just give me a chance she works with Crosstown Arts I don't know like exactly what her label is but she was kind of like the foot in the door like that enabled the zine fest idea to really have this um this venue because I mean I could have done it by myself but it would have been you know, in a, someone's house or yeah. something like that. But Crosstown yeah. Arts, like, really enabled me to work with Story Booth and, like, have that youth workshop and really kind of get the word out. And we had so much great press the first year, and I think it's just been getting better and better. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed there are a lot of young students there with their own scenes. I thought that was really cute. Yeah, it's precious. And they're so cool. I mean, they make the coolest stuff. And I think that's the magic about zines is like, it can really be about anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to grab one and I'll make sure to read it for this podcast so people can kind of have, unless you have a sample one with you. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm a little ill-prepared. Same here. (laughs) And so this year's Zine Fest will be at Crosstown Arts, which is where we are right currently. Yes. Um, so we're in the Crosstown Concourse right now, and we're going to have the community zine making workshop down there in the central atrium. Okay. So, like, as soon as you walk in the doors, it's going to be community zine making wow. workshop. Wow. People can get their hands in and learn how to make a zine. Yes. In the central atrium. On July 14th from 1 to 4 p.m. And that's a completely free workshop. We'll have everything that you need to get started on making your own zine. Um, And usually people leave, you know, with maybe like halfway done or so. And like when I first got a zine or made a zine, 
Uh, my friend and I actually found this book, which I researched again. Oh, awesome. <laughs> it's called Zine Zine, The Do-It-Yourself Guide to Zines. Um, we found this in the library and we were like, oh my God, these are so cool. And so we went home and made our very first zine within this is where it started 24 hours. Yeah. And I think we were in high school or so. Um, and we were really into it. We were hustling. We were like trying to sell them to everyone. And we even got in trouble with with the people like the administration at school because you were selling on the property because we were selling zines on the property and instead <laughs> of being like oh wow this is a great creative thing they were like you need to sell these like across the street <laughs> so and so did you start selling them across the street no we just <laughs> went more and more underground <laughs> oh geez um but that's a good book for anyone who's interested in getting started what did inspire you to get started I mean, was it the music scene of the 70s, you said, that got you? No, I mean, it was really coming across that book in the library. And so from there, no, 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 this was in Minnesota. In Minnesota, Yeah, it was really just that book. And we did, like, all kinds of weird things, like an advice section or just (laughs) writing about our favorite bands or just weird things. Whatever we could do to fill those pages. Do you have a copy of your first... I might have the hard copy, but I'm pretty sure I threw all the other ones away (laughs) because I was like, oh, God, this is embarrassing. (laughs) So there's no chance that we could put those on our show notes. I mean, I'm not going to say it's impossible, but I'd rather give you you new material. (laughs) (laughs) Something to inspire the the newbies? I'll think think about it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And speaking of show notes, uh, show notes for this episode will be memphistypehistory.com slash zine. So go there and check out some samples of what zines could look like and information on this next zine fest that will be here that you'll want to go to because you get to make your own zine. Oh, okay. And so the actual zine fest is going to be actually up here right across the way. I think the name, the name for it is the theater stairs. Um, it's the, on the second floor where all those like bright orange padded Velcro seats are. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and there's like where a that library. little library. Is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, so that's where we're actually going to have Zine Fest, um, and that's going to be July twentieth on Friday, July twentieth from four to seven p.m. And that's absolutely free, and you do need to sign up. But we usually have mm-hmm. about you know fifteen or so tables for people, um, and there is no vendor fee. That's awesome. Yeah. But you get to look around, shop for some zines from the artists around Memphis. Mm-hmm. And the people that participate, are they all, they look like students that I'm assuming are from Memphis or? Um, well, so we do a youth workshop the following, or the previous week. And so okay. a lot of them also are vendors at Zine Fest. Okay. So, I mean, those are like middle school to high school youth. And then also like people within the community from, I mean, all all age ranges. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, well, thanks for starting that. Yeah. <laughs> From four years ago. Yeah. Are your students that you're teaching art for now probably going to show up? I hope so. Um, I have been thinking about doing a private art lesson of zine making. I know one of my students, that's actually how we met. Um, he participated in Zine Fest. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think... I definitely love spreading the knowledge, so I might introduce that as one of our art lessons. I love that, yeah, I love that you've kept this art form as a personal um, outlet for yourself, and you said you started in Minnesota, like how many years ago was that? Um, Oh, geez, I mean, it was maybe like 10 years ago. Really? Maybe even more. 
Yeah, and because so I was in high school. When you first came into Memphis, did you notice anybody doing this? No, not at all. Really? No. But you kept at it? Yeah, definitely. Did you ever run into somebody else who was doing it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is amazing. Not really. I mean, there was one time that I'm thinking of where I was at Kinko's and I was um, doing copies of my zine and a girl came over and she was like, are you, are you making a zine? I was like, yeah, I'm working on this zine, blah, blah, blah. And this has been a while since you've been in Memphis or? Yeah. I mean, it's probably been a couple of years. And at that point she was like, wow, I've never seen anyone else making a zine here. I make zines too. And so it was like this really cool magical moment of like two (laughs) zinesters meeting at the copy place. (laughs) And so, yeah, we immediately bonded and um, we did zine trades and. um, Is she still here now? I think, I think she's teaching in another state. Oh, okay. You know, I did give some of her zines out. There, we have we usually have a free box at Zine Fest. So, like, people who maybe from other states or other countries want to, like, be a part of Zine Fest but can't be there to vend, um, I'll usually ask for donations so that people can, like, come and, you know, if they don't have money to spend, they can at least take a zine out of the free box. So That's really great. Yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like you've really helped contribute the zine scene in Memphis then. I like to think so. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we're documenting this. Yeah. <laughs> so over time, this is catching on. Like, it's, it's kind of cool for me to, even though I just discovered it in Memphis and learned about it here, to think that this is an art form that has been going on since at least 70s, possibly even the 30s, that people are, are, are saying that this is this has started. And so it's nice just to, to think, obviously, it's going to continue. Like, it's, it's not going to stop. Yeah, I think um, there were kind of some concerns about, you know, is DIY dead? But I think people, like, in our generation, we, we were kind of the last generation to grow up without the Internet. So we had childhoods that were, like, yeah. really all about our imagination and, like, you know, away from computers and that whole aspect of, like, print So I don't think it's going to die just because I think it's a wonderful thing. And there's always going to be someone that will appreciate that and want to carry that on. I mean, will it continue in the same sense of like cut and pasting and collaging and mixed media? I don't know. Because you said people are already not doing that. They're using computers to create the zines now. Right, yeah. Not necessarily a bad thing, but it would be sad if everyone does go to that. Right, yeah. But um, I don't think it'll die. And I think, too, the fact that you mentioned that, that we are this generation with no computers and everything, I think it helps that you are introducing this to a young, youthful crowd because they are doing this hands-on. Right. And I think that's a great way to pass this over to the future. It was actually really funny because in... Well, in the space that was Story Booth, there were actual typewriters. And so it was really oh. funny seeing these kids <laughs> were they wondering what try that and was? type out a sentence. <laughs> and they're like, dang it. Ah, ah. <laughs> just like writing the same sentence over and over. Yeah. And it was just funny, you know, because Mary Jo is like a generation or so above me. And she was like, yeah, imagine having to do that like for a college paper. And we were just like, <laughs> yeah. no. Oh, no. Yeah. I was one of the last people I know that took a class in typing with typewriters. Oh, before. Lord. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> so, uh, I didn't mind it. It even had the uh, erasable tape, so I could erase what I typed. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
No, That's not that bad. It was pretty high end <laughs> back then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, thank you so much, Erica. Is there anything else that you wanted to add or share? Come to Zine Fest. Yes. Here yeah. in Crosstown. Mm -hmm. On, say dates again. I believe it's July oh. 20th, <laughs> Friday, July 20th from 4 to 7 p.m. And we'll make sure to update on our show notes in case anything changes. So Yes. And the community zine workshop, again, is from... One to four on July 14th. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. So show notes are memphistypehistory.com slash zine. All right. You've been listening to Memphis Type History, the podcast. We like your type. You've been listening to Memphis Type History, the podcast. It would mean so much to us if you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. Be sure to subscribe and never miss an episode. Want to be part of Memphis Type History and get behind the scenes content, merch, and more? Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Memphis Type History. That's Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Memphis Type History. Find more Memphis Type History on our blog at memphistypehistory.com, on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest as Memphis Type History, and on Twitter at Memphis Type.